welcome to the truth in this art i am your host rob lee and today i have the privilege of being in conversation with a texas native that has been living in the east coast for the last 18 years uh, she began modeling in 2020 uh, as a part of fulfilling a lifelong dream and feeding her creative spirit uh, she's a published model a multi-published model uh, proudly representing the plus size and body positive communities please welcome artisma johnson welcome to the podcast Ah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for for making the time and, and coming on. And um, yeah, it's always um, it's always good to meet new people and chat with new people. Absolutely, I'm very excited. Excuse me, being in my car, I had to step out of work for a little bit to come. No, I dig it. Talk with you. So thank you for having me. Well, even more appreciative that you you made that time because uh, we're we're all we're all doing multiple things right now. <laughs> Oh, goodness, goodness. I try to, um, you know, I, I find that I'm stretching myself pretty thin. This has been a challenge, but it's good. I'm excited. I'm happy for the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, so before we get too deep and embedded in the conversation, um, I'd like to start off with asking you kind of about you. What's what's your story, uh, which sounds really weird asking that, but I think it's an entry point. What's your story and what was, uh, where did you grow up? What was, you know, childhood like and um, some of those first creative experiences? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm originally, like we said, I'm originally from a small town um, in Texas, Bullard, Texas. Um, I am one of five kids. So I'm the youngest girl. And, you know, my parents are both, my dad's retired from the army. My mom was in the army. That's how they met. So we definitely grew up with like a really cool, it, it, it's just, I always tell people like my parents are weird, um, but you know, in the best way, in the most fun way possible. So definitely creativity has been something that's a part of me from the, my earliest memories. Um, my dad is a huge fan of music. So my whole life was always filled with music. Um, he used to be a DJ back in the day, um, his vinyl collection, like I would put his vinyl collection up against anyone's collection <laughs> like so you know our house was always filled with music my mom you know not only does she have great technical skills she can work on cars my wow. parents are both gardeners and farmers and you know just my mom painted she did puzzles she knows how to sew so you name it like my parents are really just kind of renaissance folks yeah and I think they really embedded that into you know all of their kids that's that's great um so coming from that background and being around like creativity it's it's one of those things where you know you ha you come up in it you experience it and you know as you grow up and move into your own life and have your own family i would imagine that that's something that's fostered in your household as well absolutely absolutely i mean you know i can never quite do it as well as my parents did it um you know they they set a really great example for us um but i really am big on with my own children like be who you are, you know, like there's no limit to who you want to be and who you are today is not going to be who you are five years from now, 10 years from now, and nor should it be. Yeah. So there's really not a lot of like limitations, um, you know, as far as what my children want to try, what they want to get into. All of my children have been able to be um, exposed to music, um, playing musical instruments, those types of things. Um, like two out of the three paint, you know, really well. They write poetry. Uh, so, you know, I'm just really lucky that we've been able to continue that forward in, you know, another generation. Thank you. Thank you um, for sharing that. 
So, so obviously in the intro, I talked about um, you getting started as a model back a couple of years ago. And yeah. uh, so so still fresh in the game. So I think having that perspective, because some people are like, I've been doing this. I don't remember my first shoot, but you can remember that now. Oh, clearly. Um, you know, I was so lucky. Like, you know, I think a lot of times people have like horror stories for their first shoots. Um, and I. I think I was horrible, but like as far as the environment and the photographer, um, I had the opportunity to work with Don Henriquez, who's based out of the Bronx in New York, um, because I was living in New York at the time and working in the city. And like just as fate would have it, have it or happenstance, um, had the opportunity to work with two pretty established, like amazing male models, um, Chris Perez and Blake Banner. And we all just kind of met each other through Instagram and put this shoot together and did like a 90s style kind of theme. They were rock stars, like super comfortable, super easy. I was a ball of nerves like <laughs> I showed up at the wrong studio my daughter and I had to like walk like six blocks to find the right place like oh, wow. it was terrible you know and I just I'm like apologizing I'm about to cry and mess up my makeup that I just paid a hundred dollars to get done so I was just a wreck but like those three gentlemen really and then additionally the um assistant um Daniela like they were so wonderful to me and I still stay in contact with all of them to this day. So I would say like, as far as first experiences go, I don't think I would have continued on the way that I've been able to, if I wouldn't have had that like really great first go at it, you know, and I didn't, I wasn't surrounded by the supportive people that I was and they were just amazing. So yeah, it was, it was really great. So, and thank you for sharing that. Um, because, yeah, I, I, I can think of certain instances where you're a ball of nerves, like whenever uh, people are always surprised when I share this with them that because I do so many podcasts, and I have so many conversations. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you're great at conversing with people. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I just fake it. But, yeah, fake it till you make it now. <laughs> right. But it's when it's one of those things where I have to get on stage or I have to speak in front of an audience of people, it's a different energy. It's a, it's a whole different vibe because it's a different skill set. And I am one to um, you talk about uh, being in New York and kind of going into the wrong place. That's literally what happened to me when I was going up to uh, visit a guest. I was going up for a, a gal or for exhibition opening. And I was like, let me get two interviews in. So I ended up going there and get these interviews. And I'm like looking around. I'm like this place for this interview. And I'm like. Everything here looks super expensive. Who did I talk? Who am I talking to again? And I was in Soho and I was like, oh, oh. And I was like, nah, this can't be the place. I just kept walking. And then I I, I called the person. I was like, yo, where is your where is your place? This is the address. I was like, oh, oh, I'm somewhere else. I need to get back there. This is actually oh, the right place that I passed. So I'm coming there to the door, all six foot four of me with microphones. Oh. Hey, ready for a conversation. Let's talk, guys. Hi. <laughs> So what would you say um, is your greatest strength in in modeling? Like, you know, don't, don't be all flip and say, you know, because of what I look like. But, you know, what would you say your greatest strength is as a professional? I would say, like, you know, it's funny that you say that. I would never say my looks. Like, that is definitely not, like, the first thing that I go to. Um, mm -hmm. Because I'm just not someone like, I, I, it's not even about being humble. I just think I'm very self-aware. Like you can throw a rock and hit 
500 women that are more classically beautiful than I am, you know? So it's not a look thing. I think that what I've been able to translate and do is one, be creative. Um, I always go into each shoot that I'm planning or, you know, trying to creative direct, like with a purpose and, and with something that we're trying to say. And like, I have fun with it. And I think that I try to always let my personality and it sounds cliche, but I do try to let my personality shine through. Like I am not, you know, I'm new to this. I'm a rookie. Like I got into this a little bit older. So I don't think I have this same pressure that other models may have like you know for a lot of folks it's like they're in their mind they're one picture away from their big break and i love that and i think that's like amazing and i want everybody to win but for me it's like i'm i have a pretty established career like this is modeling was literally just i wanted to prove to myself that i could do it i wanted to i've always wanted to it's always been something that i wanted to try and i think finally with the pandemic in 2020 it was like okay it's kind of now or never like (laughs) is you gonna die or is you gonna try to mop that's great that's really just kick-started it yeah so it's really just kind of that like all or nothing attitude that i have for it like do it have a great time with it i know i'm old i know i'm fat like i know these things about myself so like like let's party like let's have a good time so (laughs) i need to take that one piece it's gonna be on a shirt for myself i know i'm old i know i'm fat (laughs) y'all know me yeah like it it really is what it is you know it's like you can you know you can be humble all you want yeah do i think i'm you know a fun great person of course but like when it comes down to it just having my first shoot was like a dream come true like that was a fulfillment you know so being able to look up and have all these photos in this catalog in this portfolio like I never would have dreamed that in a million years when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's just been really beautiful. That's, that's really cool. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. And who, who are some of uh, the models that inspired you? Like, you know, we all have, so in, in this whole podcast space, right? People tell you when you're building out your podcast and, and what it looks like, you should look and at least consider other podcasts. So what do you want yours to be like? Which ones do you maybe want to take from and how they approach questions or how they even plan out a show? And I think that that's worthy of like looking at like who are some of the models or who are some of the people who had great style that kind of influenced you, whether they're, you know, plus size or, or not. But who who are your your people? So number one, and I say this every single time, Erica Lauren, um, I just admire her like, and I saw her in a fashion to figure catalog when they used to send the catalogs out in the mail, or like a mailer. I saw her for the first time in a fashion to figure mailer, probably eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it felt like, you know, obviously it wasn't like looking in a mirror. I mean, this girl is ridiculously just perfection you know as close to it as possible but it just felt like for the first time I saw someone that reminded me of myself you know and I just thought she was so dope and I started following her career ever since and so I had the opportunity like through the person who got me started in modeling um Caroline the Hollywood wing woman um she actually knows Erica and their friends and she introduced us and so I was able to like have a whole conversation with her like a FaceTime and she's done really some mentoring for me and pointing me in the right direction and so top 
like hands down number one inspiration um is is erica lauren forever like it will always be erica lauren and i'm normally not like a fangirl but big fangirl energy like i I just think she's amazing you got to know yourself i mean that's that's the thing Absolutely. And I, you know, and I told her, I, I, I'll fight somebody in the street about you. (laughs) So I do. I just think she's amazing. I think what she's been able to do with her career, I think, and also just staying very true to who she is, you know, I just think that's awesome. And I really admire her, really look up to her. So how, how has it been representing for the, the plus size and body positive communities. And if you will, could you like describe that community? Cause I, it, it comes off into, at times where we're now cool with, with it, but the history of modeling fashion, all of that stuff wasn't always cool. And right. it, it's like two steps forward in some regards and a few steps back. So as a person that's like in that industry and representing for the folks within it, tell me what, what it is from your vantage point. For me, it is honestly, it's again, we're, we're talking in cliches, but it's, it's truly how I feel. It's an honor. Like it is really dope to be able to like be celebrated for just being what I am. You know what I'm saying? And I'm someone who's always had, I think like ownership over myself, like again, self-aware, like I know I'm fat girl, like, you know what I'm saying? And I know I don't have that like video vixen body or that like curvy girl body like i have a mom bod like i got a football you know what i'm saying like you know i've had a couple kids like what you want me to say so it's really great to be embraced and have people see the beauty in that because i think it's beautiful you know and i think it's amazing so to have that love kind of reciprocated has just been it's overwhelming at times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like my homegirls and stuff, they joke with me like, oh my God, you're a sex symbol. And I'm like, you know, first of all, I've always been a sex symbol. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> me and my fupa and my diaper bag. Like it's, it, it never gave that I wasn't a sex symbol. That's funny. Um, you know, now my ex-husbands would argue with me about that, but in my mind, you know, that's what it is. So it, it's it's just now you have to have a thick skin. Like this ain't for the weak. And I truly believe this isn't for someone who waffles on who and what they are. Like yeah. you gotta be you gotta be dug in like a tick because folks are gonna come at you like one day people are going to be telling you oh my god you're so gorgeous you're so sexy this is that and Mm -hmm. then the next day it's like i hope you die you fat cow you know so you gotta be ready to like you have to have a good sense of humor that's the only way i get at it i'm not someone who's going to clap back i don't care you know um but yeah it's 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 really 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 cool the people that i've been able to work with the photographers that i've been able to work with like how can i complain you know it's so awesome that's that's cool. That's cool. So so dope. I I I just can kind of see like some of those qualities based in this conversation. It kind of sets you aside this this self awareness, this sense of humor. Um, I mean, I definitely do the self deprecating thing. That's that's my sense of humor. Like, um, I always joke like, man, I need to meet some people who get into like fashion. I need to get these curtains turned into a suit. That'd be great. <laughs> It's just a lot of me. It's just kind of the point. Right. It's just like, I'm I'm like, you know what I'm saying? This is a lot to carry around. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when you have that self-deprecating sense of humor, people are like, no, you're beautiful. You like, 
girl, I never said I wasn't beautiful. Right. I never said I didn't, I never said I didn't love myself. Yeah, yeah. I, of course I love me. You know, it's that I like call a spade a spade, yeah. you know, like I am big, I am bigger than the average woman. Honestly, I'm bigger than the average man, you know, like, yeah. and that's okay. And like, I'm not going to shrink myself down or I'm not going to, you're not going to catch me feeling bad about this. Like it is what it is. So I, you just have to be cognizant of who you are and you yeah. just have to be able to, if there are things about yourself that you want to change, cool. Like, but don't do that because other folks are telling you that's what needs to be done. Do it because it's really something that you want to put effort towards. Totally. It's, it's this uh, clip that I find really funny. It's this, uh, this, this British, I think he's a rapper and they, they were doing, they were working out. And one of the guys asked him like, what size pants do you wear? And he's like, size 52. He's like, where do you, where does men's find a size 52? And he was like, <laughs> you know, this, 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 this place, this street will have you. He's like, I'm fat, not poor. Like, what are you saying? What are you asking me? Yeah, like get it together, you know? And it's just like, I, you know, to each their own, you yeah. know, to the folks that would never look twice at a fat girl, I'm not for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't look at my IG. Like, your daddy is probably looking at my IG, but like, I am for <laughs> you. Like, it's fine, you know? So I don't get caught up in who doesn't like me or yeah. who doesn't support me. That doesn't even cross like my mind, you know? I don't like everybody. I don't necessarily, you know, I don't go out of my way to not support somebody, but it, it just, it's, it's just weird to me. It's weird energy with that. So in, in terms of like support, right, let's let's talk about like how important that's been. You've, you know, had, you know, friends, uh, you've had um, family. Uh, I believe one of your daughters is in, in the in the lane or what have you of doing some of this creative stuff. So being a, a creative is it's a choice that we all make and it can be a very lonely. It can be a very ego crushing thing. And as you touched on a little bit earlier, some of these folks who are trolls and all of this stuff. So, so tell me how important it's been to have like supportive people in real life to combat some of the nonsense that you see maybe in online life. Right. Like, so for me, again, like credit where credit is due. I would not, I would not have an Instagram page. I would not have a following. I would not have ever been able to make it to a shoot if it weren't for my daughter. Sure. Um, you know, I came to her with this dream, like, when we were in New York and told her, Hey, this is what I want to do. And she has literally, and I think she was like 13 at the time. She has done everything to support me. Like my daughter is a published hair and makeup artist for the work that she's done with me. Yeah. And like this girl, you're talking about pulling up YouTube videos, going to the land, the lawn comb counter with me, going to the Mac counter with me at the mall, like picking the brains of the people that work there to figure out makeup tips. Yeah. You name it. My daughter has done it. She like learns how to do different braiding techniques in my hair. Just like everything. She's done it in order to support me. Yeah. And so it's like, how fortunate am I to have that type of support from my child? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it, it would not be possible without her whatsoever. And then her brothers, where they come in is, you know, my, my oldest son, he does a lot of styling for me. So when I have a shoot that I'm putting together, he's like, no, mom, wear this, don't wear that. Like, he'll put looks together for me. Um, and then my baby, he is my critic. He's the one that keeps <laughs> me grounded, you know. He's the one that's like, yeah, girl, 
that don't look good on me. Um, you know, but each one of them has such an integral point, like part to play yeah. in this process. And a lot of it was having very honest conversations with my kids. Like, hey, your mom is going to be on the internet in like my drawers. Are you okay with that? Yeah. And at no point have my children ever made me feel guilty or made me feel bad about what I'm doing because they know they know it's my dream and they know it's a goal that I have. So, you know, the older two are kind of like clout chasers, you know, like they're like, oh, you went to this event. Like, did you get anything free? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's just, it's been awesome. My parents still struggle with it. Sometimes my mom is like, or oh, just a mow your nipple. Like, you know, she like at that moment, but my mom is the original person who put the idea in my head. Like, she was the one who, when everybody else, when I was a kid growing up, was calling me fat and ugly and all these other things. My mom was like, no, you could be a model. You could model for Lane Bryant. You could do this. You could do that. So it's just been awesome to have that. And like you said, it counteracts some of the negativity that I may get when I've got so many people in my corner. They're like, no, you got this. Yeah, it's it's that's inspiring. I mean, I I want to start modeling for for good and plenty. You know, I just want to listen. Do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my baby can hook you up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just you know, just because <laughs> all the things like you know, I like I keep saying I'm like if the Food Lion grocery store chain would just sponsor me, if I could just no. come up on the Food Lion. Like, <laughs> I mean, because I can't, I, I, my hands aren't good. I've, I've done a few too many like construction jobs. So my hands aren't great. So I can't be a hand model. I said to be a face guy. It's like, I get, a, Listen, get, get a hit one in this one black spot, but that's about it. You got it. Like, honestly, I mean, and seriously, like I've got a face. I, I say all the time, like every day I come up, it doesn't mean I don't have insecurities. Like sure. I come up every day with a new insecurity. Every day I'm like, you know, do I look old, you know, or like, yeah. oh, you know, something, whatever with me, does it look like I'm going bald? Like, so you have your things. We all have our yeah. things. And I'm very honest and open about that, you know, and those struggles, sure. um, especially when my counterparts in modeling are 22 years old. You know what I'm saying? It's hard not to be like, dang, my boobs used to sit up that high. Now they're at my knee. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, but you just do what you do. And and like I said, it, it's not possible without my kids that are around me that are like cheering me on. That's that's really it's really great. It's really inspiring there. Uh, what is the most exciting part of modeling for you? Like you've you, you mentioned that that kind of first shoot and you mentioned like, you know, being able to have have your kids play a role in the whole process for you. What's the most exciting aspect of it for you right now? Do you want my Miss America answer or do you want my real, real answer? Uh, the real, real answer. We like the real, real here. The real, real answer is, is when, when they run me that money. Like when I get paid for my services. Yeah. That is the most, you know, I mean, like my time is valuable. Everyone's time is valuable. So to look up and I don't care if it's I, like, I don't care if it's a food stamp card, right? Like I don't care if it's 50 bucks. Yeah. to get paid because someone is like i love your look and i want you to be you in front of my camera or for my brand 
amazing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yes, this is a passion project. Yes, I would do it for free, but it's great when I don't have to, right? So like, I agree. and really and truly like, and the best part is, and a lot of stuff that I do that's like TFP or free, it's for like black owned businesses because I want to continue to see and promote and have that visibility in our community. So, um, but yeah, when they run me that money, I love that. I love that for me. Yeah, I, I, I have to do that thing at times where I, I I use references like when people are like, how much does this cost to do X, Y, and Z? Because I'll have clients and so on. And I'm like, it costs that. But I was like, also, I've been paid in donuts before. And I'm not kidding you. I've been paid in donuts or uh, sort of in kind, sort of like, hey, you can have our space to put on this event and so on. We're not going to charge you. This is the language. This is the relationship that we're in. Yeah, and we build that and we work together. It's the barter system. Like for me, like a dream, I don't know if somebody had access to someone who does voodoo and like if you could turn my baby daddy into like a billy goat and like I can model for your brand. Like those <laughs> are the things that I want to see happen. You know what I'm saying? So it is. It's 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 always great, like to build that. And again, it doesn't always have to be money. It can be the clothes, it can be the products because I would have spent the money anyways. Like I would have worked with people that I wouldn't, that I wouldn't buy or, or patronize them, you right. know? Yeah. So it's good. It's good. So, so this is the last real question before I hit you with these rapid fire ones. Uh, let's say in the next three years, uh, what do you want to have had accomplished um, in modeling and in feeding your creative spirit? So in three years, I'll be 40 years old. Um, so I would love to look up over the next three years. And I think the ultimate goal for me would be being able to secure some type of partnership where clothing, access, beauty products, whatever, are more accessible for people both within like the black community and also people within the disabled community, really being able to be a part of that bridge and really being able to work with a brand or a person or a photographer that really is highlighting and, and just showing, continuing to show the amount of beauty that we have within these different communities that maybe doesn't look like your textbook, like everyday magazine, you know, spread that you would see. So I would just, I would love to be a part of more artistic shoots. I would love to be a part of more shoots that have a statement and that, you know, are rooted in a lot of the values that I have. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So now it's time for these rapid fire questions. Uh, Put it on me. All right. Let's see. Um, Name two hobbies you have um, out that you're interested in or uh, hobbies or interests that you have outside of modeling basketball and baking you know that just leads to other questions then right of course <laughs> what's, what's your team what do you bake so i am disenfranchised with professional sports um you know until we see more representation in general managers in more more coaches more gms more owners that are black and are representative of the people that are playing the sport well, i have had my own like protest against professional sports in general um i'm i'm tired of seeing you know black men and black women get their heads busted open um but we're not the ones like really calling the shots and making the decisions so but i always used to follow you know like college sports with my dad we were always march madness um i will say karan butler is like my favorite 
like college athlete going into the NFL or into the NBA of like all time. I love Karan. That's a good pull. That's a good pull right there. Personally, yeah, yeah, like personally and professionally, I love you, Karan Butler. Um, so I want you to be my man. (laughs) (laughs) Want you to be my man. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, and then baking, I am like a sucker for chocolate chip cookies. I am always and forever on the hunt for the Hmm. perfect like chocolate chip cookie recipe. That is my that's my signature thing. That's what I like to bake the most. Okay, you're you're luring me in. We're 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 about the same age. Uh, you mentioned chocolate chip cookies. Come on now, let's. You know, it's just too many right. things happening here. Um, how many hours did of sleep? Did we just become best friends? We might have. We might have. Uh, I think we did. I think we did. How many hours of sleep do you get on average? About seven. Same. Same. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Um, speaking of which, what is the first thing you do in the morning when you wake up? I have a very simple, I guess it's like a prayer or a mantra, but I always say y'all be with us together and apart. And that's what I, it's basically my children and I and the people in my family. Like I want the creator to be with us when we're together and also when we're separate from each other. It's good. It's really good. It's, it brings things in perspective and it's it kind of like, let's just start this off right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Start the day in gratitude. This, uh, three words to describe your style. Ooh, um colorful sexy and fun okay i uh, got two more uh are you true to your the are you true to the way your astrological sign is described yes i am i'm a virgo um and i would say i learned about like deacons in the signs okay and so like i've i've been like knee deep in this so i am a virgo third deacon which is like a taurus mix and like true to the letter yes i I was i was getting that vibe i wasn't sure i was like taurus not sure yep yep i'm stubborn you know but i love aesthetic i love um you know just the pleasures of life the beauty of life um you know but i am very like meticulous and um you know i i really try to do everything like with excellence 100 percent. so lastly um so your namesake right there is a uh plant that's your your, your name comes from right yep silver mount artemisia uh-huh and it is used to make highly potent spirits like absinthe, um, Jepson's Malort, and even vermouth. What is your go-to drink? I am a Tito's girl. So I'm a Tito's and tonic, but I like it dirty with like a ton of olives in it and lime. Okay. That's 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 <laughs> it. I mean, I love vermouth, so we're out here, but Tito's, Tito's, Tito's is good. Tito's is really good. You know, I'm from Texas, and so we stay true to Tito's. But yeah, I'm a Tito's girl all day, every day. The only Texas drink that I do is I'll do so I'll drink I'll drink the ranch water. That's kind of my thing. I've never had that. I don't even know what that is. I, it's it's like a Topo Chico and uh, tequila oh, with like a bunch of I lime like juice that. in there. Yes, yeah, delicious. Well, that just means that when we celebrate this podcast, you have to give me some ranch water, like ranch water on you. So. You got it. You got it. It, it. Yeah, you got it. So with that, um, I want to thank you for being on this podcast. It's been great and. Um, I want to um, like uh, offer up to you the opportunity to uh, tell the fine folks where to find you, where to, uh, to look at your, your, your work and all of that good stuff. Uh, the floor is yours. 
Oh my God, let me plug myself. Um, so my daughter does a lot on my IG. I'm just like there. Uh, but so you can find me at Miss Johnson again. So MS period Johnson again on IG. That is my main social media platform. That's the best place to find me. Um, you can find me on Artisima J on Pinterest, like, and you can see my cookie recipe. <laughs> Out here, <laughs> we out here on the Pinterest, okay. Um, and I think I'm on Facebook too, but that's really just so my mom can see me. Um, and I, it's Artisma Johnson on Facebook. Yeah, the hundred people from my high school that follow me, like <laughs> we're all on there together. That's that's really funny. My third grade teacher. <laughs> So, um, so there you have it. Again, thank you for being on this podcast. And um, I'm Rob Lee for Artissima Johnson saying that there is art, uh, creatives, models in and around your neck of the woods. You just got to look for them.